Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Jerron. This is Isabella. And tonight we have Diana Fumara. Did I say it right? Fumara. Yeah, Fumara. <laughs> See, she was right. With Echo Tech Strategy and Apps, a previous Pivot Business Consulting intern. And on tonight's show, we will hear from Diana about her intern experience, entrepreneurship, great leaders, other fun things that we're going to be sharing that may not be on the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and as she said, also we'll be talking about some great leaders, entrepreneurship, and the coolest innovation in your industry. All right. So how can people find us? And right now you can find us on Facebook Live Intern Pursuit on Facebook with Pivot Biz Consult. You can find Pivot Biz Business Consulting and Intern Pursuit on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us on LinkedIn and also you can watch us live on the MixLR.com slash Valencia College Radio Show. But before we start the show, let's talk about our first sponsor, Starter Studio, an accelerator and co-working area located in downtown Orlando. A cool co-working space to 100 plus companies working in areas of technology and supportive businesses. A healthy startup community doesn't exist in a bubble, and Starter Studio is working to connect startups to a broader entrepreneurial ecosystem that will help them grow. You can find them at starterstudio.org. Thank you, Starter Studio, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. So, Diana, what you may not know is that the music that we play, it's actually from the Intern Pursuit game. And there is a 16-year-old that created that music because okay. I was wanting sci-fi music. Yeah. <laughs> and so all of the music we play, it's original. It's specifically for the game. And she is from England. She is here this Thursday. I'm really excited because wow. tomorrow I get to go and meet her. And she's coming to see her cousin get married. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, I always like to make sure people know Sophie Lloyd is the student that created that. She's now 17, but, like, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, 16 years old. Pretty. Cool yeah, music. it's amazing. I, I sit here and go, okay, what was I doing at 16? No, I don't know. Maybe, like, stupid stuff. But now you're on the radio. Yeah, I'm on the radio. I always love Jerron because he always goes, but you're doing this. And, you know, he's a positive breath of fresh air. I mean, it's not just about what you've been doing before. It's what you're doing now. Yes, that is so, so, so true. So, Diana, we're going to be talking about just some fun things, and one of those will be Valencia. A lot of the people that are on this show are from Valencia College, so I know that you have a story about Valencia. Why don't you share it with us? <laughs> I graduated from Valencia a while ago. Yeah. We'll oh. go with that a while ago. Um, I was an honor student here. I participated in Phi Theta Kappa. Um, I was the president of an organization called Heroes, Human Empathy and Rights Organization, led by probably one of the most cherished professors I've ever had. Oh, let's give this person a shout out. <laughs> Professor Rompersad, he teaches um, political science and yoga, yoga here at East Campus, um, mm. and then political science, mostly at West, at least when I was so... Um, he helped me get into leadership here at Valencia in student level, so I really enjoyed my time here as a Valencia student. I actually um, got my GED and uh, registered for school at Valencia in the same month. So. Wow, that's nice. A long so, time ago. <laughs> we love Valencia because we get to be in this really cool radio station, and they are just such a great academic partner to work with, so... So you and I met. Let's talk about that also. How did you and I meet? Because I remember it and you remember it. Yeah, Let's see if our stories match. That was match. also a long time ago. Um, I transferred to Rollins to study psychology. Um, and I think I'll, probably, I'll give a shout out to my, a good old friend of mine, Vivian Hua, who um, was a transfer student from Valencia to Rollins as well. And she really wanted to go to the career expo that Rollins was having mm -hmm. and I you know was indifferent about it but she really wanted to go um and she needed a friend to go with so I was that friend I put on my pencil skirt and we went on to the expo and talked to a lot of different organizations who were hiring interns or hiring grads and 
That's where I met you. Yep, it was. That is true. And I asked you if I could hand you my resume, and you actually said, no, actually, you can email it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to not have to have tons of paper. Mm-hmm. And I was also, that's how I kind of vet people to see yeah. how interested and, they yeah. are. Yeah, and I, I, it, it left an impression on me um, that, you know, if you really were interested in, after this brief discussion and introduction, if you were interested in what we had to offer, then you would do your due diligence and, and follow up. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny to me that you think three years ago or four years ago is like so long ago because it's like, really? That is no concept. A lot has happened um, in my own personal life uh, in that span. I've I've, um, become a mother. I've gotten married. I've been, you know, growing in my career. Um, So it is. and, And I and I turned 30 this year. Oh, wow. So time is... I'm very sensitive to time right now. Yeah, yeah. You get more <laughs> sensitive to it as it continues to pass because yeah. you realize that, oh, it's really yeah, so short. <laughs> Valencia seems like such a long time ago, but um, I really enjoyed my time here. I really enjoyed my growth here at Valencia. Um, and it's really nice to be back. Mm-hmm. It is nice. Okay, so since that time, I know that... You and I, when you were interning with me, we worked on a number of things. One of them was putting on uh, an event that Mm -hmm. was really uh, a way, a marketing vehicle to be able to drive more traffic to the company. And one of the gifts that I think is such an outstanding gift of yours is, well, you have so many, but this one was your organizational skills and to be able to keep everybody on task. And, man, you've made sure, I know you're a project manager now, but you made sure that that event ran so smooth. And it was amazing to me because I so appreciated that. I didn't have to do a darn thing. I just know that you were there going, okay, you? Over here, your job is to make sure that she gets from here to here and here. And then that is it. That is all you're supposed to do. And then the next person was handed over, and they were supposed to make sure everything was seamless. And I had no worries because mm-hmm. I knew you were in charge. Well, thank you. Yeah. I really enjoyed that time. And it's it was a very safe environment to to practice management of, of talent and resources. Mm-hmm. And um if it goes smoothly, it goes smoothly. If it doesn't, you have not a that many people. You know. have a backup plan, or yeah. you make it up as you go. Yeah, um, and there's always a way out. There, there's you can always figure it out. Say I'm sorry. Um, just, just get through it and, mm-hmm. and and face whatever it is that happens live at the event in front of the client. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all human, so... Yeah, it's important to remember that we're human. And it's never type, going so. to go as you planned. Never. <laughs> never. never. No, Take no. it from me. That's the fun thing about life. Yeah. <laughs> and what's really great is that um, when... I mean, it's seamless, though. To everybody else that is on the outside of the organization, she was doing things, and and nobody would know if there was a hiccup, honestly. The only person that knew was either herself or possibly maybe me. But I just felt like it ran so smooth, and I, I that made her stand out even more. She's extremely organized. She communicates well. And so when it came time for her to find a job, she had finished her internship. I was going, hmm, where could I put her? And that's where, you know, I know uh, Shay, and she's going to be a guest on our show that's going to be coming up next month. And Well, no, June. Um she was looking for somebody to work with. I had sent her several candidates, and she decided on you. So you began to learn about entrepreneurship. She was down with WeVenture. She'll explain <laughs> what that okay. is, too. But, yeah, we'll let her tell that. <laughs> WeVenture was a women's business center, um, and we helped women start and grow their businesses, specifically here in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and meeting Dana Shea was extremely inspiring. She's extremely graceful and poised and super smart, um, she's a graduate from Full Sail, and she's done a lot of different innovations. She's the co-founder of Fervor right now. Um, and I met her, first time I ever met her in person, we were at the Exchange Building, and it was the launch of WeVenture. And the entire Exchange Building was filled with like 200, 300 people, and I just remember Shay getting on stage, and she gets up to the podium, and she turns around, and she takes this selfie of all these people (laughs) that have come to see the grand opening, Mm -hmm. and we were in the back. I hadn't Mm -hmm. even officially met her yet. We were in the back, and then um, we introduced her, and I had um, interviewed with her. I contracted with her for a while, and then got on board onto her team, and that was 
all because I decided to go to that internship expo with my friend Vivian. Mm-hmm. So that's um, the community and the network that I have gotten just from my internship experience is invaluable um, through jobs and the entire entrepreneurship community at Starter Studio. Uh, I don't know anything besides entrepreneurship jobs mm-hmm. and, and our startup tech community. And I really like living and breathing that type of yeah, work environment. It's an infectious <laughs> energy, honestly. I don't think you've ever been down there yet. I still have not. Oh, still. Yeah, yeah, we've we got to get you we down there. That. We yeah. got to fix that. Summer's it's, coming up. I got time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's You'll infectious. Um, everybody down there is, is, is working on something or they're fixing something <laughs> or um, there's a lot of cross-pollination uh, of just ideas and resources and how you do it and you can do everything very, very, very fast if you want to. Um, there's a lot of just energy just to harvest from mm-hmm. being in this community. Yeah, I think a lot of it is because, just so you know, mm-hmm. we sit in this big open environment. There, are n- I mean, you can have an individual office if you want, but it's a big open environment. So my office is a desk that is next to another person's desk. And we can le- lean over and go, hey, you know, I have this question about this. So one of the companies that sits next to me is mm-hmm. called Educate, and they are in um, – they provide a platform that helps employers give financial wellness services to their employees. So right next to me is the sales and marketing guy. And I really love sitting there talking with Mark because I can say, oh, my gosh, you know, I have this question. And he can say, oh, here, this is how you do this. And it could be something I didn't even think about. Okay, so everyone's always there to help each other, essentially. Very much so. It's a really nice Nice environment. I really enjoy going to get coffee. <laughs> yeah. Now she's in the expansion space, so <laughs> she's not always in that area, mm-hmm. and hers feels more like their own office. When you yeah, say, yeah, we, we have a lot of space out there. We have a lot of desks. And, yeah. Um, How many people are over at Echo? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much take up the the space there. There's like a conference room there, and then there's these independent offices mm-hmm. where you know they are their own entrepreneurs and they work out of those offices, but. Hers is more of an open space. Yeah, on our side we have some of our neighbors. Um, like we have the Church Street District. Mm-hmm. The girl she does all of the big Church Street District events and the ones that use like block parties and all those. So mm-hmm. she, yeah, she the does spring some, and summer. She, she does some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. So do we have nice some cool stuff. neighbors. And what's yeah. your favorite thing about being in that kind of environment for you? That you're never gonna see the same face again. Mm. Like, like you're never going to see the same face. Like, all of the time you walk in and you, you, you have your team, you say good morning, you go get coffee. There's different things going on. There could be a different workshop going on because um, the space is open to rent to the public, correct? Mm-hmm. If, if, yeah. you, if you need, like, a conference room space and there's different people coming in and out to do business with all of the businesses that are in the co-working space. So We have mentors that come down. Like today I met with one of my financial mentors, Scott Ritchie. I'm giving him a shout-out. He's (laughs) awesome. And so we're still tweaking my financial models for the Interim Pursuit software, and I've I've got them. They're down. (laughs) So now it's something that, and just giving a heads-up, it should be ready. I'm going to say it because if I say it, it becomes a real reality. Do it. May 1st. May 1st. You heard that. Uh, a soft goal, a uh, soft launch, and it's setting it up for a, a pilot study. So. Excited? Very much so. Very much so. So when I tell them this tonight on the call, <laughs> they're going to go, oh, no, she actually said it. So yeah. just a little pressure. Just a little. You see a lot of friends. I've been there. I've worked out of that co-working space first when I was with WeVenture. And now I work there, out of there, out of Echo. So I've just, it's like home. I drive so downtown every day. So you need to tell everybody what Echo is, because we have no idea. Echo, Echo, Echo. Yeah. <laughs> Echo Tech Strategy and Apps. Um, we build mobile applications and um, focus on building them, consulting with you about them, building the best product, marketing it. Um, so they've been around since oh, wait. I want to give a special shout out to Carlos because I know we had to get, you know, I said, hey, I need uh, to be able to get out here. Can you leave a little bit early? So, Carlos, thank you so much for letting her sneak out the door with me. I really (laughs) appreciate it. Thanks, Carlos. Yeah, we do appreciate it. And um, so innovation, what, what type of innovation do you see in that industry of app development? App, mobile development, um, 
you never know what the next thing that's coming. So your team has to always stay on the latest releases of things and read up on technology, um, different theories of technology, because when you know the apples of the world um, decide to come out with a new phone or a new OS, um, your developers need to stay on top of that. And, and they don't send you a nice little release note that says, by the way, development team, Apple's going to do this. Um, you find out about it uh, at just like the rest of the world does. So innovation is being able to keep your skills sharp, even though you may not know what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. So your job there is a project manager. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know, because to me, that's like perfect for you, because again, it requires somebody that communicates at a very high level. You have to be able to keep... People organize, pay attention to dates, delivery dates, ship dates, all of that good stuff. What's that been like? I absolutely love project management. You're right. It is um, a role for me. There is a lot of detail and moving parts, um, but there's a satisfaction to see the, the wheels and the gears turning just perfectly or, or the orchestra playing just right um, or picking up the pieces if it didn't go right and... Um, it, it's really not the project manager that, that makes or the project lead or, or anybody that really makes anything happen at all. They just are with the team when it is happening and they help the team get their pieces together so they can produce something. So it's really rewarding to harvest talent, um, build solutions for clients. Um, clients sometimes come in with problems that we may not even know how to solve right away, but just innovating, thinking through it, um, we can provide these technical solutions. And that's really rewarding because you, Google only takes you so far. Um, and mm -hmm. I work with some really talented developers that have been developing for decades, some of them. Um, and they have all sorts of uh, technology industry experience, um, not just 10 years, but they've, they've seen evolutions of technology and they've survived the changes of those evolutions and they've learned the new languages. Um, so it's always inspiring to see um, what a younger developer may come up with as a solution versus a more seasoned developer. And they're all the right solution, but the question is if it's the right solution for the client at mm -hmm. that time. That is always the right question. You know, what does the client want? You know, how do we make the client happy? And we can make recommendations, but yeah. it's still, you know, they may come back and say, well, I really need it to be red, not blue. And I need <laughs> it to be red that is like, five times with part green in it, and you're going, okay, I don't know what that is, but I have to figure it <laughs> well, out. We, we have to figure it out, yeah. Um, clients can have all sorts of different backgrounds. Um, they could be, you, you, know, you could be your client. Mm -hmm. um, they could be an entire technology organization and be very fluent in the technology, or they may run another sort of business that um, leverages technology, but they're subject matter experts in art or do you know, something else. Mm -hmm. um, and so they, they come to you to, to build something um, with your technology expertise. So you get to talk to people with different mindsets about technology. Um, and that can be challenging sometimes. People have different views of what technology is, how to use it, how to update it, how to maintain it, um, what's worth investing in. I mean, software is a living and breathing thing. Yeah. Um, and once you make it, it's it's there in the world, and, and then you have to, somebody has to take care of it. If mm -hmm. So that's always an interesting conversation to have. So what was really amazing is that um, she didn't know anything about oh. programming okay. or working with these individuals. <laughs> now you're really and, telling them. Yeah, because, well, she was she started as an intern, and then she got into WeVenture. And, you know, I'm really glad. I know that Shay is one of my biggest fans, too. She'll go and say, oh, my God, I just love this woman. And she sings her praises, too, just like I am, because we know that she's extraordinary. And we will also will... Um, she was thrown into that environment where she was learning about technology and just, again, programming. But she's a really quick learner, and she was able to take it and make it a, a spectacular career opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been doing this for almost two years now, so it's hard to think back to when I first started at um, Echo. Uh, the previous senior vice president at Echo was Amy Janser, also one of my mentors. And Amy sat on the board of WeVenture. So when I talk about um, the network and community of women that I've really gained just by deciding to go to that internship expo, 
um, at almost 30 that I really have started to reflect back on how much growth I've had as an individual Mm -hmm. because of that one decision. Um, And Amy uh, sat on our board and she had seen me work and reventure and put on events and and help Shay. And she said, you really have the skill sets to be a project manager. And I said, Amy, I don't know anything about app development. And she says, you don't have to, I will teach you. And she did. Um, and, and we learned together and, uh, she's gone on to, she works at Blizzard now, which I think is so oh, okay. cool. She works she's at in Blizzard. Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's most of the time. I think she travels a lot now, <laughs> but, um, she, she believed in me and she could see my skill sets and she said, you're, you're a millennial. You use your cell phone, you know, technology, you're comfortable with technology. Um, there's a certain way you talk to clients about getting requirements of what it is that you want me to make, why you want to make it, what's the purpose behind creating this product. Um, and you know, there's a template for it and you have to be in this kind of work, just comfortable with being uncomfortable and knowing that you do not know all the answers, but your job is to get the answers and to ask the right questions. And if you don't even know what the right questions are to sit the right subject matter expertise at your table to, ask the correct technical questions and, mm-hmm. and go down those paths. I mean, I learn new things every single day at work, <laughs> mm-hmm. every single day at work. Um, but it's rewarding uh, when you can go home and say, you know what, now I know how to do that. Yeah. So the skills that you initially have to have to come in and, and get any kind of a job, one of the things that I stress to students is that you need to have really strong research skills. So mm-hmm. obviously you have that. And that was one of the things that made Jerron stand out also is he has really good research skills, <laughs> plus that spectacular radio voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good, yeah. It's a good You're yeah. really good at that department. <laughs> if I didn't have that, I don't know if I would have got this internship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and that's really like when we met, I said, oh, that voice, that's awesome. So also uh, communication. Yeah, go ahead. Actually, I have one question. Since you mentioned um, <clears throat> your boss mentioned you were a millennial, do you think that, like at least in your workspace, you being a millennial gives you that advantage or like you would thrive in that area? I work with some really smart people, so <laughs> super I'm smart. I'm pretty sure her IQ is pretty high also, no, so I, that's why I, I just work, I work it. with some really smart people, so um, I think it makes me really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I use technology during presentations, talking to the client sometimes, helping the client use their own technology or troubleshooting through something. Uh, so, yeah. It, it, I do have okay. um, an advantage. Yeah, I was only um, curious because I know, like, employers often sometimes have the idea of, like, when it comes to millennials, they don't always respect <laughs> them that same way. But hearing your boss say the exact opposite, I was just curious. Like, like the kind of people you had working there with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Carlos uh, Carlos really, really enjoys diversity in his mm-hmm. team. And he, he looks for, you know, individuals to fit his team well. And, and to leverage their skills from from that point. So if they're older or younger... It's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, it's really... It's really, a, it's it's really are you a fit for... Are you bringing the skill sets to the table that are needed? Echo um, is a pretty cool place to work, and I've met some pretty smart people working there. You know, that's really interesting, because one of the things that uh, came up... Today I did a Lunch and Learn down there at, at Starter Studio, and the Lunch and Learn was about, um, you know, hiring your first hires bringing on your first hires. And I was talking about a number of things. And and one of the topics that came up in the conversation with the people in the room was um, we were talking about ageism, though, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how there is a perception that, you know, if you're over 40, you don't have this, whatever this is, you know. And we were talking about how uh, millennials, and that was also part of the conversation, millennials, um, that they should know so much because they were born with the phones pretty much in their in their lifetime, and uh, you know the misperception I have found is that yeah they know the phone they understand the technology but they don't understand necessarily how to use it in business and so that's why the internship is there so that they learn how to use it in the business place, that's what they're really looking for, and we were just talking about resumes and all types of things when it comes to hiring people but the. The key takeaway from that is that having a blind process when you're getting ready to hire, so you're not paying attention to gender, to ethnicity, to race, to, you know, any of these generational or generation, you know, pegging them for that. Can they do the job? That's what people should pay attention to is are you qualified for the job? Are you the best person that's qualified for the job? Because it shouldn't matter what you look like or what your name is. Yeah. Yeah. Really well said. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I know actually um like I just finished my time at like the PBS station. Yeah. And I know um one of the um people in charge of that <laughs> station was mentioning how like they're talking about like resumes and everything and someone was asking, Is it wise to put like your uh picture on a resume? Mm -hmm. And I know he was just saying it's like, No, just because they might not like that you have like curly hair or like maybe that you're black or white or maybe mm -hmm. you're too old or maybe you're bald or just so many different things that right. people might judge you on that you just might not think of. Yeah, so. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I you know, I don't think that people should put that on there at all because it's bad enough when people see a name, and if it's a name that they may go, I don't know how to say this name, mm -hmm. then they may have a perception, I don't want to work with that person. So it's just keep it as simple as possible and just focus on the skills and see what somebody really comes in and what they can do right. instead of what they look like on paper or what they really look like. Yeah. So going back to... Um, Leaders. Let's talk about leaders. Oh, before we do that, what piece of advice would you give to somebody that's looking for an internship? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Um, an internship is is a gateway. It's a gateway to learning an industry you may not be familiar with. Um, maybe if it's your exact major and you're like, I, I want to do accounting or I, I want to do this, um, you may get in there and say, this is what your day looks like. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I don't want to mm -hmm. do this. I'm switching my major. Um, or you may meet some really cool people, um, and you'll start LinkedIn networking, and you'll just really get, get a jump start before you're out of school. Jeez, mm -hmm. um, like it's, if Vivian wouldn't wouldn't have asked me to go mm -hmm. to the expo, I, I maybe I would have found some other opportunity. But it really like the tri trickle effect. Um, I've met a lot of mentors on that journey that, that will stay with me for life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not sure I can say that about my life prior to Valencia. I wasn't on that track, on that path. I was mm -hmm. just working to, to pay my rent. Um, so if you, I mean, internships, everyone should do one. Yeah. It should really be mandatory. But choices. Some good. schools do require yeah. it. I know Valencia does. They do really um, stress the value of it, and most of the programs here do it. And we did a, um, a video where I asked one of the video production students to go out and do a survey and ask students, what do they value most? Do they want to be paid, or do they want to have real job experience? And every single person that he interviewed at UCF and at Valencia. He went to um, East, West, he went to UCF. Um, I, I think he tried to get to Rollins. It didn't get, he didn't get over there. But um, he asked these students, what is it that they wanted? And they said, they want real skills. They yeah. want something that is really on the resume that says, yeah, I can do this. Well, I mean, the United States has a little bit of an epidemic of, you know, outputting graduates and, and they don't necessarily have a job lined up or, um, they may do a couple side jobs, um, but they've either not found that true career path or they haven't been able to get an entry-level position even though they're extremely well-educated. So they may choose to go back to school to get a little bit more um, internship and mentorship and getting involved in a program like what you're doing, Isabella. It really provides a lot of opportunity um, here locally in the Orlando community to, to connect people say there is talent here it's it, you don't have to go to another city um there's a lot of talent here in orlando and you know people are graduating left and right they need jobs mm -hmm. um but they may not know where to go or who to talk to and and so yeah so i'm gonna make sure everybody understands what intern pursuit is just for our listeners um intern pursuit is a software that matches students to employers with an algorithm it has two levels of assessments, one for real-time skill assessment for the employer so they can see where the student is on five to six different levels of soft skills. It also has a real uh, another assessment for culture fit to make sure this is somebody that's going to work well in your company with a personality assessment. And then lastly, the thing that's the most important is there's a compliance documentation because I saw the problem that students were wanting real talent, they want to have real skills, and employers don't necessarily want to have to pay for an intern that's going to turn around and leave. So I went, hmm, okay, so if a student is really wanting to have real skills and the employer is going, well, it's going to be an unpaid internship, that was the problem I saw and I wanted to solve that. 
So that's where it came out of making sure it guides the employer through this process of having a compliant internship with the Department of Labor and it documents their compliance. So now the student's getting what they're wanting, the employer gets what they're wanting in the sense of not just, it's not having unpaid talent, it's actually guiding the student through a process of these are the skills that you're going to be earning. So that's what intern pursuit is, just so everybody's kind of clear on that mm -hmm. one. So thank you for that little <laughs> shout out there, I appreciate it. Um, and allowing me the opportunity to share that. So, great leaders. I know that you and I had talked about this, and it's not just one. There's, like, so many people. And you had mentioned one of your professors from Valencia here. So you can feel free. If there's one, go ahead. But if there's others, you've mentioned Amy and Shay. So feel free to go <laughs> ahead and sing the praises. Well, yeah, I've, I've, I've mentioned a lot of leaders that I've had in my path through academia that, that have really resided with me. Um, and why I recommend internships and, and just mm -hmm. going through that process. Uh, Professor Ron Prasad definitely uh, led me through a leadership path, really encouraged me um, to take leadership roles within my community. I got some public speaking experience. Um, he encouraged me to go to Rollins. Um, so I really enjoyed that uh, from him, and he's just a very grounded soul, a uh, very wise man. Um, and Shay and Amy, mm -hmm. <laughs> Shay and Amy, they're, they're in line with you. So there's Isabella, there's Shay, there's Amy. Um, and I think it's really powerful to, to as a woman in tech, a woman in tech who did not study tech. I studied psychology. Um, I am a GED student. I went to Valencia. I did the transfer into Rollins, and, and I work for the Cutting Edge App Development Company. And I would have never sat in a class, um, in a psychology class that said, you're going to be a project manager, you're going to develop <laughs> apps, mm -hmm. right? Nobody is, could tell me that the, the skill sets that were natural to me and that I developed through my work history. So I'll shout out to all of my mentors, and um, but probably most close to me is my family, mm -hmm. and my mom, and my husband, and mm -hmm. my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, my mom has a very unique background. She uh, she studied um, fine arts um, and mechanical engineering. So she has that creative brain, and she has that very technical brain as well, mm -hmm. which is a little bit far and few. And so my mother taught me, unfortunately she would complain about this, um, my mother taught me that literally if you can think of it and you can dream it, it can happen. Mm -hmm. You can make it happen. The design is possible. You just have to break it down to the pieces. You just have to put the team together <laughs> that can help mm -hmm. you achieve it. Um, because she had both the creative and the mechanical mind, I was exposed to that a lot as a kid through school projects and, and just... Yeah, that explains a lot. Like, I did not know that <laughs> about know that your mom. Me. Yeah, yeah, my mother yeah, has um, a very, very she's extremely educated, um, and a very unique background. So I, I, although I'm, I mean, I have a technical side to me, but although it's, I, I went more soft skill side, I'm able to think on that more mechanical, technical side, even though I'm not an expert at it, because I had somebody that said Exposure. these things are possible. These are possible. Um, and late in the journey is, is, is my husband. Mm -hmm. um, that was, that's an adventure in itself. Um, I'm newly married, and uh, we have a beautiful two-year-old daughter. And I love him very much, and he's very supportive. And we're both, you know, growing in our careers. And, and Special shout-out to Anthony is his <laughs> name. So we should say his name. Hi, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we're both growing in our careers, and... I think it's a very special place to be inside of a marriage and a relationship. Uh, we're putting roots down in Orlando. We we really want to stay here and uh, you know stay in this innovative community. Mm -hmm. So I think we probably need to take a break and acknowledge our other sponsor, right? But before we do that, I still want to ask: <laughs> What do you okay. think the greatest thing you learned while interning with Isabella? No, thank you, John. The greatest thing that I learned interning for Isabella. I would have to say the greatest thing that I learned. It's so, like, all these thoughts are just flooding in and out. I get just um, 
one out. I think it's that if you believe in yourself. Um, I came to Isabella really nervous. Um, Isabella asked me a lot of hard questions of what kind, what do I want to do and, and where do you see yourself working? And because I, I have a lot of soft skills, it, it makes it difficult sometimes to talk about what I want to do or what kind of career path I see myself in. Because project management, I could apply it to, you know, other industries. Um, so just thinking through that with you, I think. Is oh, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the hard thank stuff. <laughs> that one wasn't on the list. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wasn't, yeah. So it was I'll like, answer your question. Yeah. And also okay. before a sponsor, I think Anthony said hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Anthony. Oh. Yay. We've got uh, somebody that just wrote in, so that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's go and acknowledge our other sponsor. All right. BMDM Marketing Agency. BMDM is a direct marketing agency focused on helping companies reach individuals through online and offline means. Their newest product enables them to send postcards or letters to the homes of anonymous website visitors within 24 hours of their visit using a patented IP matching technology and our in-house on-demand printing. Thank you, BMDM Marketing Agency, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. So for this next segment of our show, and you know, I know our time is just being eaten up, <laughs> I did want to be able to acknowledge what happened this past weekend. And this was a personal goal of mine, is to bring six schools to the stage and talk about what innovation looks like in education. So this was, uh, I'm on the TEDx Orlando leadership team, and this was a personal goal of mine to be able to, showcase all of the great things that every school is doing in this area because many times in this entrepreneurial community we hear from people that are in California or New York or wherever and they'll go oh Orlando please no that's like nothing mm -hmm. you know <laughs> we Orlando's are the place to be <laughs> yeah and we know that it's that is not the case because Silicon Valley did not become that without it having some type of people that were pioneers that planted their you know flag in the ground and said yes this is where we are so it's the same in Orlando and so I had um, asked Alex um, and said, Alex Redloff, and I said, hey, I'd like to be able to put this on. I had to do a presentation, honestly. And I said, I want to bring Embry-Riddle, Rollins College, UCF, Valencia, Full Sail, Seminole State, you know, have them all here on the stage and talk about what innovation looks like. And this was a phenomenal event. I am not kidding. It was amazing. It was a salon event, so it's not like a typical um, TEDx event where, you know, you have a presenter, they go up there and they talk. This was a panel discussion, and we opened with a video about what it does innovation in education look like. And it was in a K-12 through setting. And these were higher ed, so they were given a direction that by me that said, okay, so what does it look like in your institution? And I want you to be able to to share some stories about how that's being integrated into what the students are learning. And they all came back with the most amazing stories because, you know, each school had um, Dr. Karen Gaines. She was from Embry-Riddle. We had Nell Thompson, who's the VP of in Academic Innovation from Full Sail. We had Josie Belzac from Rollins College. She's an attorney, and she's in the Social Entrepreneur Program. And we had Laura Ross, who's from Seminole State, and she's a VP over there also. And she's an, a doctor also, so, you know, Dr. Laura Ross, um, <laughs> who is also, by the way, married to Jerry Ross, who runs the National Entrepreneur Center. So, you know, there's still that little ecosystem going on. And then we had um, Melody Bowen, uh, Bowen, Bowman, I'm sorry, who's from UCF, and she's an interim um, VP that's over there uh, running UCF while we're getting the new leader in place. And then lastly, we had Al uh, Gorsh, Gorsh I, I slaughter his name, Grosha, who is a mathematics professor that's over at Valencia College, and he is the president over all of the academic um, 
uh, all of the professors, all of the academic staff on all of the campuses, and he's very well respected. So they all talked about what does innovation look like. At the end of a salon event, it's supposed to be interactive, where people are able to ask questions. And so on the floor were microphones. We had a 13-year-old come up and ask a question of the panelist. And then we had a um, college-level student. We had a high school student that came up. And then we also had somebody from Florida Hospital in their education department. And they were asking questions about virtual reality and how do they also use artificial intelligence and what what is it that we're doing with all different types of, like the social entrepreneur program that uh, Rollins has. And how is that raising more awareness to causes that are out there? Seminole State had project-based learning that was in, in, in uh, something that they have actually implemented and seen really good results on the campus. So it's not even just capstone. It's very um, team-centered is what the common thread was among all of the panelists. They talked about how the latest technology is being involved in there, whether it's blended learning, you're doing things that are either online. It was an amazing day. So I want to be able to make sure that people know that those videos, they were taken by Valencia College, the video production school. Thank you, Valencia, yeah. again. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so they were there, and those are being edited by an intern that's been with me. His name is Quillis Frazier. And he is uh, tasked with creating six independent little videos that will be talking about that 10 minutes that each one of those panels had to share what does that look like on their campus. So people can look for that on the Facebook TEDx Orlando page when those get put out there, but we have had pictures. It was truly a, a total educational uh, partnership because it was at Boone High School and the students that are in the AV department there, they were the ones that were running the soundboard wow. and running the actual overhead projector and they just did a phenomenal job too. So high school students, we were there with you know middle school students that were in the audience and it was just really well attended and I could not have been more proud of the fact that this was such a highlight as to what education brings to Central Florida and how it contributes to jobs, how it contributes to entrepreneurship, how it contributes to just so much, just knowledge, just mm -hmm. the knowledge itself. And I really want to thank each one of those people that were on the panel. I want to thank all of the volunteers that were there, Gabby and Ty. They were from the UCF Rosen School and they were learning event management, and so they were engaged in that whole process. And we had a student that was doing, that is editing the videos. We had so much engagement from students, and I was, I was just really pleased for that. So that's like the the best thing that has happened. <laughs> I want to say this month, and I worked really hard with it, but so did everybody else with me, and I am so thankful for all of those people. Oh, and Chris, I should give a special shout out to Chris. Can, uh, and I slaughter her last name, too, also. It's really hard. Uh, Congelio. And she is an event planner. Um, and God bless her. She was there. She's, she so reminds you me. You find yeah. those. You yeah. find those. You yeah. have a knack for finding those. I love planners. people that are organized. I love <laughs> Aubrey. That. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Aubrey, too. Yeah. And she's been on the show also. Yeah. And so I really love love it because I, I think that I'm pretty organized but then when I work with other people I sit there and go oh man you know they're the mentor <laughs> for me also because it's like I, I feel like I've met my twin so to speak so anyway that was something that was really outstanding and sadly I know that um, you had wanted to come but you had a conflict and yeah, I didn't know, I don't even think I reached out to you. I'm so sorry, That's fine, John. that's fine. Next yeah. time, next time. Yeah, well, don't worry. There will you're, be one. You're going to come out to start our <laughs> studio. We're going to show you around. Yeah. There's going to be another TEDx event. It will be a salon event. And Thomas Waterman is going to be working on that one. Um, he asked that I work with him. So that is about purpose-driven economy. And then in October... Oh. We have the big TEDx event with the pan, you know, the people going up on the stage, and that is when we're doing Creative City Weekend. Mm. So that will be really exciting. So we have a lot of fun that's stuff that's coming there. up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so a lot of opportunities for our future interns to get involved too. 
Mm -hmm. Yes, and it is peak recruiting season. I will say that. So I am <laughs> actually, <laughs> I am actively seeking people that would like to intern with Pivot with Pivot's employer clients. Um, it's all discipline. So you know what? You are like my favorite best friend. I got you. You do? <laughs> oh, my God. You always have my back. I love that. I didn't even know it's peak season. I was just saying. Yeah. That. I was like, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and right now I'm like matching like crazy. And so even still, when I did that presentation earlier today, mm -hmm. uh, one of the starters came up and they said, okay, we'd like to get an intern. How do we, how do we work with you on that? And I, this is what we would do. <laughs> so I was really pleased. And just as a, a I, I want to do a little bragging rights on this one. In quarter one, I had started with a small sample pool of employers. And in quarter two, I've had three times the request mm. for uh, employers looking for interns. And these are all people that don't know how to access or may not want to try and access the, the channels of going through it. So I was really pleased to be able to share that as a, a growth milestone for me. Mm -hmm. And with the software, I'm really hoping that quarter three and four will be even better. Congratulations. So, yeah. Well, I hope Intern Whisperer was responsible for getting the word out, at least yep. a little bit. <laughs> I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I, I know that um, Nell Thompson, I'm going to give her another special shout out. She had said that, yes, you know, I said, oh, I'd really like to work with the guys with South by Southwest. And mm -hmm. this is a big music festival that's in California. And it's uh, more than just a music festival. It's, it's, it's huge. Uh, bigger than like a Coachella, bigger than some of the things. And, and it's got the same kind of a richness of a TEDx event mm -hmm. or a TED event. And I said, I'd really like to interview <laughs> those guys. And she said, I don't know. Let's see what we can make happen. <laughs> so I am hoping that we can have a, a whole different type of a dynamic here with um, our shows that are going to be coming up. All right. Can't yeah. wait to do it. Yeah. So with that said, I feel like I probably have monopolized some of that time <laughs> there. But, you know, I had some really great things that I wanted to share about with the workshop today. Oh, and a special shout out too. Um, coming up May 1st, Starter Studio will have their demo night at Dr. Phillips. So anybody wanting to get tickets and see Class 9 go up on the stage, there are 10 companies that will be going up to share the latest in their innovation their ideas, um, seven-minute pitch. It is at Dr. Phillips, and tickets are on sale. On You can go to Facebook Starter Studio, and you can get your tickets there. They're on Meetup. They're on Eventbrite. All you have to know is Starter Studio, May 1st. Start, doors open at 6, and I think they're on the stage at 7. But I've got my ticket, and I'm hoping that we sell out that auditorium. So. May 1st is just going to be an eventful day for you. It sure will be. It sure will be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I know she that already Scott. already threw it out there. Yeah, and you're right. Because Scott told me, yeah. he said, okay, I expect to hear from you on May 1st that you better call me. You better make sure I know that your product launched. And I went, okay. And so, yeah. Anyway, so we probably need to be doing what is our next thing that we have to do here? I know it's, yep, it's like time is up. So we need to give any special shout-outs now. Any shout-outs, Diana? Okay, so Anthony, you should make sure because he, <laughs> he is the first guest we've ever had that has actually, listener, that has come in and, and said something on this. Take a so screenshot. Yeah. I am you so thank it. you, Anthony. Thank you. And hopefully your mom's listening, too. She'll, she can watch it, probably. Yeah. yeah. The, the replay of the live. So your daughter, you want to give a shout-out to oh, your Pelosi. daughter? Shout-out yeah. to Lex. Yeah. And then who else would you like to acknowledge? You. So, You've thank been doing you. phenomenal things. It's really encouraging to see you down at Starter Studio. I know. It's nice time. to see you. It is really nice to see you. Um, and... I think it was nice to have this special time together. Yeah, it was. I know. It was like pulling teeth, I have to tell you, because I go, come on, I want you to be on the show, please, <laughs> please, please. And she's going, I don't know. <laughs> so do you like your first time on radio? It was a phenomenal experience. This is super cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it felt really good to come, to come home to Valencia. I haven't been on this campus in a long time, um, and it was cool to be here. Yeah. Right, good to hear. So 
Anybody else you want to say a shout out to? I know we said mom, Anthony, your daughter. Okay. Thanks. We'll say Carlos, thank you again. Uh-huh. We'll acknowledge Carlos. Yes. My usual shout outs to my Aunt Darlene, my yeah. family. Oh, my God. You don't know. His oh, okay. Aunt Darlene. I, I love his Aunt Darlene. She likes every show. She goes over here and she, she shares every them. show. Yeah. Oh. She's phenomenal. We love people that share the show. Share the show. Share yeah. the show. Share the show. Yeah. That's got to be the hashtag. Share the show. Um, and any more shout outs for you, Isabella? Oh, well, again, special thanks to everybody that helped make TEDx Orlando the education salon successful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all those sponsors, which was, by the way, BMDM. It was also, mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge um, Grounding Roots, who gave us some really cool juices for the panelists. And then there was also Old Hearth Bread at East End Bakery. They gave us these little raspberry hearts oh my god they were amazing um seminole state gave us great cups that turn colors they're like mood rings they gave us markers um you know full sale gave us cool sunglasses and pins there was like all this kind of swag that came in and uh valencia gave us lanyards uh seminole state also gave out journals that people could write in stay organized yeah (laughs) it was like amazing we had Really great sponsors. The programs look beautiful. Oh, and Allie. Allie also. Allie Figueroa. She was the graphic designer that uh, created that program. So I feel like now I've acknowledged all the students. But Allie is amazing, and she is also from Valencia College. So there you go. So that's my shout-outs. And before we end the show, I want to do just like how we started it with me saying, this is Jerron, this is Isabella, but I want to include Diana too. So you ready for that? I am. All right. This has been Jerron. This is Isabella. And this has been Diana. And thank you for listening to the Intern Whisperer Live. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 